0: It's a Festivus Miracle. Today we have a Gribble Nation roadcast. Go along with your airing of the grievances and feasts of strength. Uh, if you don't get the reference, it's December 23rd. If you are a Seinfeld fan, uh, it is the made-up holiday that George Costanza's father celebrated. I kind of enjoy it. It's kind of a weird little tradition I kind of picked up on over the years. But that being said, uh, kind of gonna piggyback off something Dan did the other day and kind of do a year-end recap. I think I did this last year, but I'm not sure. Uh, so 2021 uh, really kind of was like more of a normal travel year for me. Um, meaning I kind of did a lot of things. Uh, I'm not a really particular fan of air travel per se, but I did fly a couple places. Um, But let's get into the list Kind of basing this off my Flickr albums Kind of in chronological order So the year started out Kind of with a surprise visit to Oakland To pick up um, Three boxes of California Highways and Public Works Which were donated to me Uh, Apparently the Oakland Public Library didn't want them Uh, So if you guys are familiar with the blog series In California in particular I reference them all the time Uh, Really basically this is like the pretty much the key to like anything or like 99% of historical context for any California state highway. So I've really been running with that the last two years. Uh, but why I was there in Oakland, I stopped at the Kennedy tunnel at the top of tunnel road. Uh, the Kennedy tunnel was the original tunnel over the, uh, Berkeley Hills. Kind of just that would connect everything over the mountains before the Caldecott tunnels were, were built. Uh, so this is really, 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 really early uh, California State Route 24. Uh, so the tunnel portal is still around, uh, kind of. It's collapsed, but it's very easy to identify at the end of the Tunnel Road from Oakland. So that was probably, I think, the most popular blog this year in in the blog series. Uh, from there, I my wife. Um, I accidentally bought a freezer in the Gilroy Home Depot, so I had to go out to the Bay Area. Uh, so I took advantage and went out to uh, Santa Clara County Route G8, which most people would know is the Alvedin Expressway, or at least part of it. Uh, I took that opportunity to explore the new Alvadan Quicksilver Mine, um, all the little ghost towns and weird little mining roads that are kind of above the hills uh, centered around that community. So that was cool. Uh, it's really been a while since I've kind of seen something of that level as far as, like, abandonment to ghost towns, that kind of kind of stuff. Um, you probably, If you've read the blog series and seen my stuff specifically, you probably have no doubt seen those kind of things pop up in the past. Um from there, uh, took a trip up to Fort Bragg, not North Carolina, California, named after the same guy, Braxton Bragg, on uh, the North Shore Highway segment of California State Route 1. Uh, so really this is the kind of forgotten part of uh, California State Route 1 north of the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, and probably from mile for mile, I would probably say it's pretty close to a scenic area is anything except maybe Big Sur, and I would probably say what's in Mendocino County specifically, it rivals it. Uh, so really, the North Shore Highway travels through uh, the Marin Headlands in Marin County, Sonoma County, and Mendocino County. So uh, this is where like all the redwoods are on the coast. Uh, you have a lot of neat stuff up there, like the Glass Beach, uh, kind of where. California State Route 1 was supposed to continue through the lost coast of Ferndale, uh, which was never constructed, but oddly has never been canceled. There's a lot of ghost towns like Rockport up there. I took the opportunity when we were up there to stop at Richardson Richardson Grove State Park, which is the infamous two-lane bottleneck in U.S. Route 101 on the Redwood Highway. Uh, The Through Tunnel Tree and Old U.S. 101, which is now California State Route 271. I uh, went to the Willits Arch in downtown Willits, another old part of uh, U.S. Route 101, uh, part of California State Route 20. Uh, on the way back home, went through some notable highways like um, California State Route 253, kind of just a nice little mountain road not very long uh california state route 128 which is really really underrated it's a very cool highway it goes through napa valley but really the more notable parts are like in mendocino county or around lake Berryessa. uh so this is kind of where you get like kind of like that uh glory hole spillway at monticello dam is on that highway um Kind of knocked out some other stuff like, you know, Yellow County Route E6, uh, uh, California State Route 16 um, on Catch Creek. And there was a weird one that I can't think I I think it's California State Route 281, uh, which is kind of like on the shore of Clear Lake. It's just a never really completed state highway, very obscure, very well signed, oddly, for like a three-mile state highway that just kind of turns into a local road. Um. You know, checked out some little parts of US 101, like in Ukiah, uh, during that particular trip. Uh, in March, uh, I went out to Bryce Canyon National Park. Uh, so that being the case, took the opportunity to really document I-15 between Barstone and Nevada Nevada State Line. I uh, checked out Valley of Fire State Park, which was part of the... Parts of Valley of Ro- Fire Road were part of the Arrowhead Trail. The auto that went through St. Thomas and was the precursor to U.S. Route 91 and in, uh, Interstate 15 in Clark County. Uh, so the Redstone in... Valley of Fire State Park is very unique. Uh, it's a very cool place to go do some short hikes. Uh, I really really liked it. Uh, dipped up Old US ninety one in Arizona and Southern Utah uh, to check that out in the Beaver Dam Mountains. I haven't been out there a very long time. It's been really really improved. Uh, so instead of the poor condition that I recall—it's actually in very good shape. Um, you know, checked out stuff like you know Utah Route State Route 20, which I haven't taken in a very very long time. Kind of got a neat semi-expressway grade approaching the peak that it goes over. Um, checked out the old Bigelow Tunnel in um, between Washington and Saint George. So a lot of U.S. Route 91 stuff was kind of associated with that March trip, and of course Bryce Canyon, uh, kind of my. Semi-favorite national park in Utah, uh, and that was even kind of before the real big influx of tourism started hitting Zion National Park. I really always kind of preferred Bryce Canyon just because of its—it's its more quaint. I uh, kind of like the you know little sandstone hoodoos and all that. It's kind of just a neat little park. Um, hit the Virgin River Gorge. I fifteen coming back uh, because. Why not uh this is kind of just neat to see that checked out some older alignments in the us route 91 baker uh saw the original terminus in daggett uh on the way home stopped through bakersfield to see the bakersfield sign which is part of old us 99 drove through old us 99 in delano early mart pixley uh so did a lot of us 99 stuff which i'll kind of get into in a little bit um in April, I went to check out the uh, Mosquito Road Bridge, uh, which is kind of a wood truss bridge or wood suspension bridge that uh, exists near Placerville. So it's about to be replaced and bypassed uh, by a modern span. And I, from what I can tell, it's going to be probably salvaged as a pedestrian bridge, but it's very, very old. Uh, you don't really see bridges like that in use. Um All that often. So I really thought that was cool that, you know, an opportunity to still drive that. I hit the Italian bar bridge uh, before that was replaced. So thankfully that one is going to be retained. Uh, The road getting down to the bridge, it it starts out fine. Uh, Then it's pretty hellacious going through the switchbacks to the bridge and up from the bridge. Uh, it gets pretty wild. So during that April uh, trip up the Mosquito Bridge, took the opportunity to knock out some old highway alignments of US-99 in Salida, Stockton, Lodi. Um, I, t- I checked out some stuff for US-50 like in Folsom, Clarksville, which my understanding is that's like a taboo thing with the property owners there. Like uh, Apparently they don't even like people driving the public road and taking pictures from the public road. But is what it is, I guess. That was part of the old Lincoln Highway. Uh, checked out US-15 in Shingle Springs, Placerville. Uh, checked out the continuing upgrades or construction of the new interchange of California State Route 99 and California State Route 172 in um, Modesto. Uh, this portion of highway was meant to be part of Interstate 5 West. Uh, and has been into the division of highways and Caltrans inventory for right away for, for decades. I believe it was actually purchased in the 1950s. So it's finally uh, getting built, I believe is an expressway uh, west of uh, California state Route 99. So it's kind of neat to see that finally coming, like just after like over half a century of just sitting around, uh, did a little national park run, you know, uh, like 70 Sequoia national park in April once the snow cleared out. Uh, really, I, I think I've kind of burned myself out a little bit on Yosemite. Uh, just given I've been there usually traditionally, since I moved to California at least a dozen times a year. Uh, it kind of makes it a hassle to to get there and do all these reservations that they've been doing the last two years associated with COVID. I kind of suspect that will become a permanent thing as time goes on, but really only time is going to tell. Um, I, I really prefer Sequoia and Kings Canyon r- regardless. Uh, it's a much quieter park. Uh, the hiking trails are way less crowded. You have, a, I think a much cooler road in generals highway getting up there uh, as opposed to the Lawana road. Um, out of Fresno at least. just really isn't all that exciting. Um, uh, we took the El Portel Road into Yosemite, though, which is the one that runs along the Merced River Canyon. Uh, so that's California State Route 140, otherwise known as the uh, Yosemite All-Year Highway. Um, really pretty road. Uh, and it's got a notable rock slide in the middle called the Ferguson Slide, which is bridged by two Bailey Bridges. Um, it been supposed to be there as a temporary structure, but they've never been removed and there's only been kind of like cursory work done on ever removing the slide and mitigating it with a rock shed. Um then from there, I uh, went out the big sur in May and did an annual Big Sur trip. Nothing Too crazy. Uh, Really, really hit that a lot in December 2020. Uh, Went and checked out old U.S. Route 466 in Rocky Canyon near Atascadero. This was a dirt portion of U.S. Route 466 which had been part of the route for decades but apparently never signed uh it's now a trail through it, it, you got to go through a quarry to get to it so there's like a trail that goes through this quarry so it's kind of cool to see that like that's really I, I think was something that was not uh really well known i think in the u.s route system was that portion of u.s route 466 uh eventually got uh realigned to Paso uh, which made a lot more sense, honestly, but uh, kind of cool to see that. Uh, checked out a lot of older stuff, like uh, US 101 on Atascadero, Paso Robles, Santa Margarita, Templeton. Um, so just kind of a cool, cool, quiet May trip out hiking, finding some old highway alignments. In June, went to Florida. Um, I lived in Florida for several years. I've had a lot of family this Always lived in Florida my entire life, so I'm very familiar with the state. Uh, my wife is not, so kind of went to you know knock out some of the stuff she hasn't been to, namely national parks, Everglades National Park, Biscayne National Park. Did not even have close to the amount of time to get to Dry Tortugas uh, down in the Florida Keys, but uh, perhaps next time. Notably, uh, we did check out US, US 27 uh, south of I-4. Uh, all the way to kind of the outskirts of Miami. Uh, it was always my kind of favorite. It was my favorite route from getting from the Florida Keys when I worked and lived there to the Tampa area. Um, it's, it's kind of like the in-between of I-75 or Florida's Turnpike, which both I find incredibly boring. Uh, US-27 is an expressway. Uh, it's a little bit of a pain through um, Sebring, uh, the Sebring area, but not nothing too Bad, it's probably a good place to stop and get like lunch or something. But uh, through the Everglades is just a really nice, quiet expressway. You got lots of places to pull over, kind of check out like the canal system around, like Okeechobee. Uh, I've always really liked it. So uh, in Everglades, we checked out Main Park Road, which was in- mostly inherited from the Ingram Highway and upgraded from it. Uh, so that goes all the way down to Cape Sable and Flamingo. I think my wife was a little surprised that the alligators are a little bit more docile than than I think she was led to believe. They really tend to not care that you're there. (laughs) Um, Took Alligator Alley back, though, uh, on the way up, uh, mainly for the reason that uh, I think – and I, I was right. Uh, that was going to be kind of appreciated. Uh, Lou and I did a blog entry on it, so it was more obligatory, more than anything. So whenever I get back to do Florida's Turnpike, it will probably be kind of something similar. Uh, we did check out uh, Epcot and Disney World. Uh, my wife had never been to Disney World. She's always been to Disneyland. Um, not that I may theme park aficionado but i got a chance to check out all those weird freeways uh like world center drive and in, in or in and around disney there's quite a few of them and they got all sorts of bizarre signage so that was kind of a popular one uh when i hit that in the blog series uh hit ybor city which is a neighborhood in tampa uh it's probably I think it's the coolest neighborhood in Tampa, honestly. It's got a lot of um, late 19th century, early 20th century buildings kind of centered around, I think it's 7th uh, Avenue. Um, so went to the Columbia Restaurant. They got just kind of a lot of neat neat parts of Tampa are always centered around Ybor City. Uh, checked out the Sunshine Skyway Bridge on I 75 Well, because why not? Uh, spent a weekend in Siesta key, uh, checked out the highway infrastructure around Sarasota and some of the recently relinquished state roads. Um, Checked out Saint Armand's Circle, which is one of the earlier traffic circles in the in Florida, just in general. So just kind of a nice trip, mainly kind of catching up with family. It was a little bit difficult to get out to them uh, in, in 2020, given like all these pandemic-related restrictions. Not not necessarily because I didn't want to go, it's because work's work obligations were getting in the way um in june checked out a ton of older routes in us 101 um uh, just with the us she the pass for fun um kind of started out that way uh checked out us 101 san Luis obispo the older route uh same thing with Arroyo royal grun uh napomo Gavoida pass uh actually hiked to an overlook of gavoy pass which picks up um US 101 in California State Route 1 approaching Santa Barbara Channel. So, we got a really cool picture overlooking um, Gavoida Pass and the, some of the Channel Islands, kind of in Santa Barbara Channel in the background. Uh, Checked out old US 101 in Goleta, Santa Barbara, uh, Carpentina, uh, the Arroyo Honda Bridge, Summerlin. Um, Checked out California State Route One on uh, in Santa Barbara Channel on the Rincon Causeway area. Uh, So that was really kind of an older alignment of US 101. And if you're kind of familiar with how that all developed, it was actually a wooden span at one point. Uh, You had to go inland before that was constructed, or wait for low tide. Uh, Drove back up on um, the Maricopa County, the Maricopa Highway. Uh, from Ventura to get back towards Fresno, which was part of U.S. Route 399, um, but is now part of California State Route 33. Uh, I would probably personally rate the California the Maricopa Highway is one of the top five, if not the best, driving segment of any state highway in California. Uh, If I do something related to US-99 and our new page, I probably will hit on it, but really it's phenomenal. North of California State Route 150 to 166, top-notch. You got tunnels, you got almost 360-degree views of the highway uh, in places like, um, I can't remember the name of the canyon, but it's very 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 cool there's never really any traffic on it there's never freight traffic on it period so like it's not hard to get around anybody but you're hardly going to encounter anybody at all the road is built for speeds like 50 to 60 miles an hour it's just a glorious driving road i i absolutely love it i've noticed motor transmit been featuring it. it is part of their best driver's road best driver se- driver's car segments the last couple of years so i kind of at times, wonder if they kind of pick up some of the stuff we might be doing in the blog series because California State Route 198 appeared in their magazine a couple times after we really, really hit on it between um, uh, US 101 and California State Route 33. Kind of a similar road to that. Uh, went out to Oakland, checked out the athletics, uh, playing the Red Sox in July. Um why not? The Oakland call seems cheap. Easy to get to. Uh, took the BART train. I uh, haven't taken the BART train in many, many decades. So that was kind of neat to take that again. Uh, we almost missed the last train getting back to Livermore, but it uh, worked out. I uh, did some camping up at Sierra National Forest back in, in July. I uh, kind of hit a lot of those Forest Service roads centered around the Sierra Vista Scenic Byway, I believe two years ago. So kind of that same area. Uh, a lot of just Cool stuff back there. Usually, kind of even accessible to somebody that has a low clearance car. Uh, I have a all-wheel drive uh, Impreza in Forester that I have access to, but I did it in my in my Impreza, and I didn't have problems getting around the entirety of the Sierra C- Vista Scenic Byway, even though like one third of it is dirt and kind of rough dirt at that. Uh, after the Fourth of July, I went out to the uh, San Francisco Peninsula, and checked out a lot of the older alignments of California State Route 1, uh, namely uh, Pescadero, Swanton Road, uh, through Half Moon Bay, and... Uh, Most importantly, Old Pedro Mountain Road over Montero Mountain. So this was the original alignment of California State Route 1 uh, before Devil's Slide. The Devil's Slide alignment was built in 1937. It's still there. Uh, I believe it's one of the earliest asphalt roads in California, too. very neat. It's very just cool just to, just to see something like that and just have access to it as a trail. Uh, so went through and replicated a lot of the vision of highways photos with modern stuff. Um, so, yeah, something cool there. Um, through, like, August, I did a lot of stuff related to US-99. I uh, checked out a lot of US-99-related stuff on what was US-99 West, north of San Francisco. Uh, not San Francisco, Sacramento to Red Bluff. Uh, this was kind of on the way to Crater Lake National Park, uh, so checked out US 99 in Cottonwood, Dunsmere, Mount Shasta City. Uh, did a lot of stuff related to Crater Lake National Park. We finally hiked down to the bottom of the lake. This was, I forget which fire it was, but it was centered around like um, I, I can't believe I can't remember the name of this fire. It was big, um, centered around like Lassen Volcanic National Park. So the smoke was really thick. Uh, but nonetheless you can see the, the lake uh, and it kind of seems like my, my wife in particular has not had a lot of luck with Crater Lake just with foul weather but at least you could see the lake this time uh, the whole thing uh, on the way back home I uh, checked out Oregon Route 39 and California State Route 139 which is kind of a continuation highway uh, knocked down a lot of things to see around California State Route 299 or what was U.S. Route 299 uh, stopped in Bernie Falls State Park uh, that was neat. I've really been kind of I've driven by it a bunch of times, but I never bothered to stop in. And I kind of wish I did years ago because it's really not a big park and it's very easy to get to the falls. Uh, some of the more notable ones that you'll see in California outside of Yosemite National Park. Uh, checked out most of what was US 99E uh, from Red Bluff back down to Sacramento and modern California State Route 99. Uh, really. Most of that corridor from Red Bluff to Yuba City is US 99E, or was US 99E. Um, It's kind of odd, and I hit on this in the blog series. That was seemingly was intended to be a straightening of US Route 99 before California tried to or petition the AASHO to drop uh, US 99 out of the state. Um, I did a presentation uh, related to the corridor of US 99 in. the Central Valley. Um, I got asked to, so I did. <laughs> did a whole like forty-eight page PowerPoint. Uh, I think it was forty-eight pages. And it says thirty-six here now that I open it up. Uh, from there, September went out to Yellowstone and by proxy Boise, where my brother moved to in 2016. Uh, I haven't been to Idaho and think since 2015. So took more of a traditional route getting out there. There was a lot of fires and this year in the Sierra Nevada Mountains at the times. So it took Interstate 80 um, over. Had a chance to kind of really document that corridor. And I think it's the last one I have to do from this trip in the blog series. Uh, checked out a lot of old Fuse 40 stuff like Lovelock, uh, Winnemucca, Um, Hit the Ion Highway, which is part of U.S. Route 95 uh, between uh, Winnemucca and the Boise area. Um, For some context, the Ion Highway refers to Idaho, Oregon, um, Nevada. So it's kind of a cutoff road that's kind of always been there, even back to immigrant trail days, uh, and became U.S. 95 i believe it was 1938 is when that was extended through there uh and really this segment of highway would honestly rival any segment of u.s route for for just being desolate um they talk about us 50 being the loneliest highway in america that's something i certainly disagree with uh just given how much tourism that part gets in nevada uh, you have some con- routes that we compete with that like us6 between Ely and Tonopah, but uh, this one, the Ion highway uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of people that live on it. It really is the is the edge of the, the Great Basin desert. you, you climb out of it uh, getting into Idaho um, but man it's it's derelict. Uh, there was some mining back there in the 19th century but you don't got much. you got Jordan Valley and that's that's really about it. Um, it's busy. There's a lot of traffic, um, but it's, it's desolate. That's not a place you'd probably want to break down because uh, you'd be waiting a while for a tow truck to come. Uh, checked out Boise. Pretty much everything that I could think to think of uh, or anything I could think to do in the Boise area, we, we checked it out. Um, haven't been to Boise in a long time. It, it kind of feels a little overwhelmed, uh, not a little, very overwhelmed by the population boom it's had the last uh, half decade. Uh, so really, they, they got an infrastructure problem there, my, my opinion anyways. Um, uh, my brother lives in Eagle, and it kind of felt like getting anywhere took like, like 40 minutes, even if it was just a couple miles. So really... I don't think that's for me <laughs> he moved from phoenix up there uh because the house he was getting out of control but i kind of see the same thing uh, emerging in the area but it was nice to see the city again i haven't been to boise in a while and it's got a very bright vibrant downtown uh, a lot of things to do and see down there like the boise uh, st- uh not the boise state capital the idaho state capital in boise is really really pretty i probably would rate it as my favorite state capital, uh, checked out Interstate 184. Uh, checked a lot of the stuff out, uh, kind of on the edge of the city, kind of overlooking it. Uh, and that was before we went out to towards Yellowstone. Uh, so checked out some stuff like old US 30N and Pocatello. Uh, uh, just US 20 getting over, you know, Targy Pass to west Yellowstone is kind of neat. Uh, US 191 in the Gatlin Mountains. Very, very neat. Uh, getting the big sky in Bozeman. Um, interesting fact, uh, US-191 in the Gatlin Mountains is the only US route segment which actually exists in Yellowstone Park. as uh, signed. I, I think it's maintained by the Montana's Department of Transportation, even though most of it's in Wyoming. Uh, kind of looked like most of their markings, but I really couldn't figure that out. It could be National Park Service, but they do put up reassurance um, shields. For US 191 within Yellowstone National Park, um, not the same on Grand Loop Road. Uh, there is nothing. on Grand Loop Road, you don't even really get an implied continuation of anything. Not US 20, not US 89, 191, 287. You, you get you get nothing. Like you just kind of get. Um, Waymarker signs telling you go go south on the Grand Loop Road or go over um, you know the Norris Geyser Road or Norris Canyon Road to you know get to where you're going. Um, Very easy probably to get turned around in Yellowstone unless you got a solid map or understand how the park works. But Grand Loop Road uh, that's been a major. Road through Yellowstone uh, that developed in the late 19th century and it was improved in the early 20th century it was originally called the Beltline Road. Very, very scenic highway. It's about 140 miles round trip, but it will take you pretty much to everything ma- major in Yellowstone. Uh, on the way back, um, I hate doubling back, but really there wasn't a lot of options over this here in Nevada Mountains. I think Sonora Pass was. Uh, there was some talk about closing it. Uh, Ebbis Pass isn't really practical, uh, trying to get home on a you know 10-hour driving day. So I went back over Interstate 80 to get back to California, but uh, took the opportunity to check out some old US route alignments and current ones in, in Fernley and Wadsworth uh, and drove through old US 40 in Reno Sparks. Um, so just actually published that one yesterday. Uh, in October, I went out to Lake Success because Lake Success near Porterville was pretty much close to empty. So hiked a lot of the old segments of California State Route 190, kind of a companion piece almost to when I hit the blog series for Lake Kauia and California State Route 198. Uh, what was cool about um, California State Route 9- 190, the older route in uh, Lake Success, is... A lot of it's concrete. So you have the asphalt that's being chewed up by the water um, and a lot of the concrete has reemerged. So I think that's kind of like uh, first to second State Highway Bond Act era concrete. It looked like Portland cement, but uh, not a particular expert. Uh, and later October went down to see the Lions lose to the Rams. Uh, uh, Matt Stafford's the quarterback for the Rams, so it was just an opportunity really to see Matt Stafford play again and pretty much my wife's is all Rams fans. Uh, the Lions almost won the game. Uh, that surprised me. Uh, but check that dead man's curve and the old Ridge route on US 99 down the way down. Uh, so that was kind of neat. Then from there, went to Hawaii, uh, Oahu specifically. Uh, I think Dan and I hit on that way more detail than I possibly could here, um, just kind of in this recap blog, but did hit uh, interstates H1, H201, H3, barely any parts of uh, H2. Uh, hit some notable Hawaii routes like uh, the Pauley Highway, 61, the Leaky Leaky Highway, 63, uh, the Kamehameha Highway, 83, uh, 83. I'm not sure what Hawaii Route 72 is called off top of my head, but I uh, hit that one as well. Uh, did some stuff like Pearl Harbor. I uh, went to see the USS Arizona, hiked Diamond Head Crater, uh, kind of explored Honolulu in general. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of neat to see that finally. That was uh, the second to last state I have not been to. It's just Alaska left for me. Uh, that might be something we do next year. Uh, kind of tentative plans, maybe do something around the Anchorage area. I'm really hoping to knock that one out uh, and at least get one national park. in. As the one thing that really bugged me about this last trip, given that it was Oahu. And I know there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, but the two national parks, they're in Mau- Maui and the big island. Um, uh, I actually kind of, I've clinched them in the continental United States. Uh, even the ones that have been added recently, I've been to them. Uh, so I really want to start knocking those out in Hawaii and Alaska before I get to things like the Virgin Islands or Samoa. And, um, from there, it's been kind of quiet. Uh, this is kind of a traditional thing for me in, in December. I, th- I think kind of last year was kind of ran counterintuitive to this. Uh, but really I don't tend to do a lot in December, uh, namely because the fog here is absolutely horrible um, a lot of the lot of the time. So like you kind of crapshoot uh when you can actually kind of get out of the house and not be mired in fog that has you not being able to see more than two hundred feet. But I did head out to um, this month to Kalinga Mineral Springs, uh, which was part of the Fresno Hot Springs Resort and a 1896 built stage road connecting from Wharf Canyon, which is now California state route 198. Uh, the area burned heavily last year. Uh, but they had a neat trail to kind of, uh, in the top of the mountains and you know kind of the top one of the peaks in the diablo Mountains. so it was just kind of neat to see it's kind of another one of those little quasi ghost town old weird road things that i tend to like uh but i kind of hit on some stuff that i might be planning for next year i know we are for sure i think i think Putting this in February now was a better idea because we could dedicate more time to It, it is Arizona. I really want to go back there. I, I lived in Arizona for a very long time, so it's kind of a nostalgia thing for me. I uh, tried to do something centered around the Barrett Jackson car show, but didn't get a lot of interest from uh, my wife, my wife's family, uh, so I think we'll kind of do it right um, and just do it in February when we dedicate some more time to do some things like check out some of the parks, hiking trails. I definitely really want to hit the original uh, Queen Creek Canyon Tunnel, which was part of the first US Route 180 uh, below modern US 60. That's near Superior. Those are some of the photos I lost back in 2013, winter of that tunnel, so I really want them again. (laughs) Uh, But I want to hit Petrified uh, Forest National Park at Saguaro National Park. Um, just for the sake of it just doing another US 66 trip it's always fun seeing Oatman uh, the Hackberry General Store places like Williams, Winslow Uh, there are all these little towns that I've really enjoyed uh, over the years and I I know for sure at some point I'm going to do Bryce Canyon not not Bryce Canyon um, Great Basin National Park in eastern Nevada wanted to do it this year but it just didn't line up Um, I think I think my wife had enough of the fat after the Yellowstone trip. Um, but that would be hitting like, you know, um you know, the loneliest highway segment of US fifty. I wanna hit um the Ely Tonopah part of US six again. Um Kind of hit us, maybe said some state parks in Nevada as well. Uh, come down West Guard Pass, California State Route 168. Uh, that was something that we missed uh, last year when we had to bail on the Mammoth trip early. Um, fortunately, we got Onion Valley Road and Horseshoe Meadows Road uh, in on that trip. But I definitely want to go back. Uh, that will probably be a Challenger-worthy trip. Um, it's usually trips like that i take my challenger out for a rare trip drive uh but yeah that's the recap of 2021 uh so kind of like an in-between sometimes i do more um sometimes i do less <laughs> uh but got out of the state uh drove a lot which i like um so, yeah, we'll see what else this next year brings. Right, there might be something for Michigan, too, and maybe Jalisco. but I'll uh, kind of in on that when it happens. So hopefully you enjoyed the roadcast. Uh, give Dan's Let Your End Recap a listen. It's good. Uh, if you haven't given our Oahu roadcast a listen, uh, if you're a road fan, I think you'll really, really enjoy that one. So see you next time.